You'll be arriving at Floor 26 soon. Before that, I'd ask you to please check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Floor 26 Podcast. If you have any questions about the show, you can hit us up there or go to our website at Floor26Podcast.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Floor 26 Podcast, a show made by young people for everybody. Today, I'm joined by Parsa Pelavanka. What up? Uh, and over the call, I have Jack Casey. How are y'all? What's going on? Yep. What's going on, Jack? Not much. Same old in a dorm. Dude, UGA dorms suck. You're crazy. Mine's fantastic. All the other ones suck. I got the nice dorm, okay? I picked a good one. Mine's huge. Got a ton of space. Got a 50-inch TV. Oh. Okay. Mm. I got a nice one. <laughs> Wait, do you have your own bathroom? No. Okay. But, UGA mean, dorms suck. End of discussion. No. Listen, you didn't let me finish. Having your own bathroom is actually worse because nine times out of ten, you and your roommate have to share it with two other people. It's like a like a like oh, a like the Jack four and person Jill bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that sucks. Option number two of why it sucks is you have to clean it yourself. What? Okay, that makes no sense. I'd rather clean my own bathroom rather than use a public one. Bro, the I'd rather one share with three other people. I'd rather share with three other people than thirty than other people. thirty than a whole building of people. Mm. So your 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 common my, sense makes no sense. My building is unique because um we have like community bathrooms with like shower stalls and like bathroom stalls and sinks or whatever. But there's a few, just like two or three on my floor, unisex bathrooms, which are just like one of one rooms with a toilet, a shower, and a sink. And you just lock it and have it all to yourself. That's what I usually do. It's really nice. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That sounds sketchy. Are those in pretty high demand though? Like, do yeah. people try to use them all the time? Uh, low key. People don't really know about them a whole I mean, people know about them, but they're, they're kind of, you know, so they're, they're not in high demand. People know about them, but they also don't at the same time. They kind of just use the community bathrooms because mm-hmm. okay. whatever. So. so we're recording this on Friday, September 18th. Lakers yeah. game one against the Nuggets. What do you think, Jack? I, 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 if I'm being completely honest, based on how the Nuggets have been playing and based on the Lakers past, like how the Lakers have been, played series in this um, playoff season so far. I think that the Nuggets will take game one, and I think overall it'll be Lakers in five or six. Probably yeah. Lakers in I'm, six. I'm, I'm saying the same thing, Lakers in six, because LeBron always says game one is a feel-out game, so I wouldn't be surprised if they lose. I wouldn't panic at all. Like, media, oh, my God. When they lost that first game to the Blazers, first round, everybody was going mad crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was like, oh, Blazers are going to take it. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but, I'm, dude, this has been my, like, one of my favorite playoffs. Like, each conference has been going crazy. The Heat are out of nowhere, and I think they're going to make the um, NBA Finals. Mm, okay. I, I 
obviously I I'm a Heat fan. I'm it's it's weird for basketball. I'm fans of a lot of teams. I'm fan. I'm a fan of the Celtics. I'm a fan of the Suns. I'm a fan of the Heat. Obviously the Hawks. I'm and you know teams scattered throughout just because I just like watching basketball. No, so yeah, like a no. I feel like every team in the NBA, like they have something different about them that you could like. Like the Heat are just dogs, and dude, I eat that yeah. shit up. Hundred percent. Like they like yeah. if you saw Jimmy Butler, I don't know if it was game one or game two. I think it was game two because game one, Bam had that block that was crazy, and then but game two, yeah. Butler was going crazy. He was getting steals, running up and down the court. And I'm Jimmy like buckets. That that's what that's what wins you games. Like if you don't yeah. have like superstars like Steph, like KD, somebody who can take over the game. That team basketball, the defending, that stuff gets you there. Well, that that's the thing is most teams. It's weird because most teams in the NBA have at least three All Star players. Nah, not, not anymore. Players. Not anymore. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's gone away yet. It's dropped down to two for sure. Yeah, I I could agree with that. But like like we were talking about the playoffs, I think uh, Lakers will lose their first game because, like you said, they lost against the Blazers, and that was crazy. And the media was making all these headlines, like you were saying, like, oh, Lakers, are fo- they're folding, bro. LeBron, LeBron's getting too old, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, it's game one. Can y'all chillax? The Lakers will obviously beat the Blazers. But I don't know. I feel like Celtics heat is going to be close, and Nuggets Lakers will also be close. I, I also agree with you when you said this is some of the best playoffs I've ever seen. The it's ironic too because of Corona and it's the bubble and everything. Yeah, these are some of the most entertaining basketball games I have watched. Like especially it's just because it's crazy with no crowd with no intensity. Like the, how like every game is close. It's it's literally up for grabs. Anybody could win the championship, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if Boston won though. They have some locker room issues. They have locker room issues. Yeah, you haven't heard. No, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart apparently got into it. Really? Yeah, after game two. Over what? They lost. I don't know. Oh, oh, they. I mean, I, oh, I, I mean, that, yeah, it's obvious. I, I just mean, they had some kind of other beef. Yeah, it's not surprising. No, they they always do this in the playoffs. I think it, they're all just so young and they all want it. Yeah. So they all like, I guess they just blame each other in the locker room, and that shit picks up. Something that caught me totally by surprise though is the Clippers losing, bro. The Clippers mm. absolutely folded. Dude, the Clippers were looking bad from the start. I, I agree with that, too. But did you see that post-game interview with Kawhi where someone was like, oh, do you feel like you played your absolute best potential? And he, like, almost started crying. He was like, I'm just trying to win a basketball game. And, he like, you could see, like, tears, and he sounded sad. I felt so bad for him. I just – there's – the Clippers are missing something, and I don't know if it's team chemistry or, That's like – That's exactly what it is. It is. 100%. And, and I think the main reason for that is because Kawhi, he's not a leader. He's not. I hate to say mm-hmm. it. Like, they try to compare him to LeBron. Man is nothing like LeBron. I feel like LeBron's just underappreciated because he does it all. He's a floor general. Like, you see him yeah. on the field. Like, he's always he's hyping the teammates up. He's he's like, good work. Don't worry about that missed shot. Like, we'll get him. Like, you never see – like, you do see LeBron, like, talking kind of trash about his teammates, like, in post-game interviews, especially, like, JR, a few years ago. what are you doing, JR? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, did you ever see that video of, like, um, LeBron and JR, like, miscommunicating on defense? And it was, <laughs> yeah. like, like old times. Dude, that video. I love JR memes. Dude, JR memes are 
crazy. <laughs> JR, are you on Hennessy again, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> dude, we got to get Adam into this. I, we need to get Adam yeah. into basketball. Uh, Adam. It, dude, I am so bad at keeping up with, like, sports like that. I've just never done it in my entire life. Dude. And it's not like I'm interested now, like, being older. But, like, as a kid, it was just never, like. Well, Adam, I, I can say that I was the same way. I, I haven't been really into it. Until you know, it probably around freshman sophomore years when I really started getting into it. Before that, I was like, "Oh yeah, go best team, whatever." I didn't really follow it. I mean, I didn't really follow any sports like I do now. Like now, I've got a fantasy team that I've been in the same league for like three years, and I'm watching NBA every night and all this stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you're if you like really figure out how it all works and kind of just like pick what you like and pick what you don't like and kind of you know don't don't follow like like cringy sports pages on Twitter and stuff. Cause that'll just like confuse you. That's what I did at first. Like I followed bleacher report and bleacher report is, has a good like scoring mechanism, but They're like straight. their memes yeah. and their tweets are kind of cringe sometimes. Mm -hmm. But like, if you, if you just follow like a little update thing on Twitter and kind of keep up with it, it, it's entertaining to a point. I feel like basketball is just the easiest sport to keep up with. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Unlike football. Like I, I, I never like ever really watched football to begin with. Never understood it. Cause mm -hmm. I'm, where I'm from, we don't play football. Yeah. I played soccer all my life. Hate watching soccer. I don't keep up with it. There's too many leagues, too many people to keep up with. Uh-huh. Like, but I NBA, agree 100%. But keeping up with the NBA is the simplest thing ever. Like, it's literally because... It does seem the most accessible sport to, like, yeah. follow along and, like, know who to root for and, like... Yeah, because, you know, mm -hmm. you watch one game, you're like, damn, this guy's fine. Yeah. And then, you know, like, stay easy. You like James Harden, you like that step back. That's true. It is kind of like, I think it's probably the most visually appealing sport about, it is. among, I, like, the big three. I feel, I feel like basketball is the five sport. Yeah, because, like, you, you really see yeah. what these people are doing and yeah. how. Yeah. Like, just, because it's not easy. Like, oh. <laughs> like it's not easy. And, like, they're just so, they, they look so fine doing it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I do follow MLS pretty pretty well. Really? Um, just because I'm a big United fan. Um, and I keep up with all their games. Uh, I guess the sport I'm, I'm most like followed in is, is the UFC. Like, really? I mean, you I keep like up with the fights. Yeah. Yeah. I keep up with like all the fights, the tickets and like, like, uh, so, I mean, I follow UFC probably as closely as you guys would follow basketball, but it's just like, you know, it's a different kind of, uh, field. Um, but it's also pretty exciting. I could talk your ear off about it. I don't know, dude, just basketball. Like it, something about it has me in love with it. Like mm -hmm. just the stories, like the. There's just so much, like, history in it, and I know there's history in every sport, but, like, the history in basketball, it's not too old that, you, like, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. a guy, like, where, uh, I don't know. Jack, how would you explain it? No, I know what you're saying, and it, it foot, or, I need to figure out how to phrase this. I'm comparing it to football in my head, because football has a culture of, like, it's not too old like basketball, but it feels like it is. Like the NFL just turned 100, I think yesterday. I don't even know. Very recently, the NFL turned 100 years old. And it's about the same as the NBA, but at the same time, football feels like it has such a culture of like, I don't know. You you really need to look back to understand it fully. And there's a lot of players on the field you might not know. While with basketball, it's only 5v5. Exactly. Keep up with people. That's like, fair. That's like, fair. Uh, basketball rosters don't change that much. So, you know, you watch two games, you'll pretty much know everybody. Like, I remember um, everybody was calling me a bandwagon Cavs fan, which, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I love the Cavs. But <laughs> LeBron's my guy. Uh-huh. And, like, I remember somebody slid up on my story, like, two years ago. They were like, say the starting lineup. I'm like, it's not that hard. It's five people. <laughs> right. Like with 
while with football, it's, it's not like, you know, yeah, name like the entire defensive line. Yeah, defensive yeah. line, offensive people, and like just, there's so many people, man. Like, football has a ton of people. There's a ton of positions. Half of them aren't are on the bench, you know. Yeah, coaches are always getting traded. Players are always dropping out or doing all this stuff. While basketball's culture. It's not as many people. It's not as convoluted. Its whole thing is just kind of smooth feeling. Like, you know, they've got their cool jerseys. It's a 5v5. They're, you know, as many teams as NBA and MLB and all that stuff. It's just simple. And, like, I agree with what Parsa said. There's With soccer, it's, it's not like baseball where it's kind of slower moving. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's basketball. You go up and down the field. But it's just there's so many leagues and it, it, half of it's across the world and yeah, yeah there's the MLS but it, it, it's it kind of translates when it comes to the US too so I think basketball is the best option if you want to you know really follow something that's pretty easy and I feel like no other sport is as crazy as basketball you mean like yeah, okay. actual play style no like just like some like crazy stuff happens like in the league like it's just be like some unexpected stuff like i remember we were at the beach and then we hear paul george gets traded to the clippers and then Kawhi signs right after and it's like 12 at night i'm like god damn it there goes lebron's mm-hmm. championship but guess what lebron's out i mean lebron's in the western conference finals everybody said he wouldn't do it yeah do you think that's something else I forgot to point on that you said Kawhi and this is kind of off topic now, but Kawhi is not a leader. When he got traded to the Clippers, I was like, that's great, but he who else is on that team now besides Paul George? He doesn't he's he's kind of and you can see it in his personality, especially when you compare it to LeBron cuz LeBron is, you know, doing commercials and outspoken and tweeting and all this stuff. He's a, he's a he's an extroverted player and he's a leader and he's good on the court and all that stuff. But Kawhi is really reserved and quiet and like he, he can hoop, but he's not a leader. And even off the court on the court, I just don't see it in him. And now like I've barely heard that man talk unless it's like in an interview and he's forced (laughs) in there. But like, even like LeBron's just always talking. You always see emotion in that man's face. And I think that's what separates him from um, Kawhi. And, like, during the regular season, they were on winning streaks. You know, he's, like, he's hyping Kyle Kuzma up in, like, the media. He's, like, in order for us to win, we need Kyle to be our third best player. And, like, I feel like for a team of, like, the Lakers are a bunch of, like, outcasts, if you really think about it. JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo. Yep. Like Alex well, Caruso from didn't used to be an outcast. He kind of fell off, but he's still decent. It's because he's just. I think he was behind his time. Yeah. Like if he came in like more, if he was popping in the early two thousands, and I don't know, it's just his play style didn't fit anymore, and that's, I, and that I think that's because why he was just like he he was traded to like every team. He's he was like at. On a different team every year. He was on the Wizards last uh, two years ago, and then like yeah. this is the first time. There's a lot of players like that. Like you know their name, but they're not at the top of the game, and they go to like a million teams because you know all the teams want him, and they get him, and he just and then it doesn't hit. work. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, going going back to predictions, I would say it's gonna be Lakers in six for the West, and for the East, it it's gonna be. I don't know. I want to say it's a it's going to be very close, but it could be a blowout. You know, like who knows? You think it might be a sweep? I don't think it might be a sweep. I think 
I think Heat are going to take it, though. The Heat. I, I honestly can't call it. I, I want the Celtics to win. I'm a Celtics and a Heat fan almost equally, but I, I think I want the Celtics to take it. Really? I but really I can't call it. Because, no, if the Celtics don't win, they're going to make roster changes over the offseason, and they're going to blow it up pretty much. I think they're going to get rid of um, Gordon Hayward, and they're going to start building around Tatum and Brown. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know about Marcus Smart. It, it just depends on what, what goes down. I don't know, because Gordon Hayward is so freaking injury-prone, man. I feel and like every time I see him, just, he's in a cast. It's just injuries that have no correlation to each other either. It's not like he had one bad knee and it just keeps getting re-messed up. <laughs> yeah, like It's exactly. just like, man fell down the stairs, broke his fingers. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. So, yeah, we we agree on Lakers in six, and I, I don't know, Heat or Celtics in the East. I, I couldn't tell you. No, the reason I'm, why I'm so confident that the Lakers are going to win um, the Western Conference Finals, at least, is because the Nuggets have been to two Game 7s in a row. They're tired. Meaning, meaning they've played a game every other day since mm-hmm. the playoffs. Lakers just had six days of rest. They're an old team full of outcasts. They're going to win this chip. Yeah. And I think the no. matchup, matchup of AD and um, Jokic, I feel like that's going to be an actual really good matchup to watch for. That that actually is a good point. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, and I I don't know who's gonna guard Murray, but I feel like uh, Frank Vogel is gonna have a good defensive scheme, hopefully. Cause he's not. Do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think the Nuggets got lucky winning two comebacks like that? Like they were down three one twice and won two game seven series. No. Do you I, think that's luck or do you? That's think That's not luck. Skill? There's no way you win three games in a row two times with luck. Yeah, but both times... Especially against Utah. Utah, they were going off. Yeah, that's true. Like, everybody had a big game. Like, they had so many streaks of, like, big scoring games by, like, Murray and um, Donovan. Those are my boys. Yeah, Utah Jazz. (laughs) Utah, Salt Lake City, baby. SLC, let's go. (sighs) Yeah, but there's there's definitely something with them. And I I really hope Michael Porter Jr., like, becomes a dog because... I actually, I actually did not mind what he said in the interview. Which was what? You you didn't see it. He he mm-hmm. said in the interview like after I think when they were down three uh, one, I think they just had lost the third game to go down three one, and he was like, the reporter asked him. He was like, "You had fifteen points in the first half and zero in the second half. What do you think the Clippers did differently?" And it just straight up was like. They didn't do anything differently. I just didn't touch the ball. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big thing to say for a rookie. Yeah. In the playoffs. Because you know, ro- rookies rookies shouldn't be I mean, they can say whatever they want. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. they're trying to they're trying to establish themselves. They shouldn't say something, you know. They're just and, you like, know, I didn't touch the a ball. A lot of people in the media hated him for it. I thought he did the right thing. You know, I mean, obviously, like you don't just say it, but the fact that he was like mad enough about it. And he's so confident in himself that he can score in big moments, and he he's proven it. Like as far as like yeah. I've seen in the playoffs, he's he's definitely proved that he can score in big moments. You know, he hit a dagger over I don't remember which team it was, but I remember he hit that big shot that sealed the game. But I'm just excited. I'm excited to see how the matchups are going to go. Me too, for sure. Uh, I think I got Heat in six though. 
Heat and six. Okay, I I can maybe see that. Heat and five or six. What, what what's that series record right now? Uh, two and zero. Oh, they're down. Uh, Celtics are down. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But you know, um, I'm a. Uh, as much as I don't follow basketball, I do like, and I obviously enjoy watching the sport, and I, I do enjoy like the whole spirit around it. And I think, I think you know, over the past weeks, as um, or I guess the past few months, as uh, basketball has come back, uh, I think it's had a pretty positive impact on uh, on the nation as a whole. Because I think I remember back when we all uh, first locked it down, um, you know, a big thing that sort of elevated everyone's um level of anxiety up a, up a notch was when um all of our major sports got canceled because you know everyone they couldn't just sit at home and uh you know watch sports like when that was gone you know that that there was a void there that that had to be filled with um, yeah they were running like reruns of everything yeah they were they running playing Michael Jordan's old games on ESPN yeah and, and people weren't yeah. very happy and I think that I think that had at least some part to do with uh um a little bit of why people have been so angry recently um, you'd be, you'd so I'm glad to see it come back. You'd be surprised though, because the ratings are down like 29. percent Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I remember hearing about that, but um, I, I, I still think that like just it being here in general is still like, it's still at least good uh, in some parts. Do you think politics like actually piss people off that much to stop watching basketball because they have Black Lives Matter oh. written on their yes. jersey? Um, like, well, it's hard to short answer. Absolutely, yes. 100%. Like, do people do people like that actually exist? Cause I don't like, I'm, I'm, sp- I'm yeah, it's like, we can like, I think we can look at it and we can say like, yeah, people would be. But then when we think about it, like, like we're like most people in this country aren't different enough to, to sort of um, warrant that kind of branding. I feel like, like if you think about yourself, like, would you stop watching the NBA or like a sports league if it stood for something that I don't know that you didn't agree with? Um, and you know, it's, I, it's, I, remember, I feel like there's another reason. I remember Jack said something last week. Uh, we we had a long story short. We had an episode for last week, but like everything that could have gone wrong, pretty much went wrong, and <laughs> so we decided to scratch that episode. Yeah, we decided to instead, uh, you know, make sure that that our that our technical equipment was working perfectly before we released an episode because we didn't want to release a, a shitty episode to you guys yeah so we like everything was going wrong and like me and adam have talked had to talk about it afterwards where i was like yeah we need we need to we need to upgrade make sure that we're we're at the quality that we want to be when we're starting especially because we we don't right. want to get off the wrong foot we don't want to start like recording on our phones not that we ever did but like yeah we just we just wanted to be professional enough to feel comfortable putting an episode out, knowing that if somebody's going to watch it, they're like, "Damn, this is good quality for a bunch of eighteen year olds." Yeah, bearable quality that yeah. you can sit yeah. down and watch. And you know, like uh, like our our plan was to uh, like create like as smooth of a of a visual experience as we could, but then also like with the keeping in mind that we can always go, we can always like improve and always keep up. So like as we go on, even though like we, I think we we're establishing a good basis. We're going to be constantly trying to improve um, our look and how we talk and all those things. Yeah. So like we're all working. Like TJ, he hates to talk into the mic. Like he'll he'll be here, and I love TJ. <laughs> he's just so he's so and, expressive. Yeah. That he and hates. like he he gets so into it, and then he he immediately like looks at me, and he's like, and I'm like, God damn it, TJ, the mic's not picking that yeah. up. It's a beautiful <laughs> words coming out your mouth, but I like. We're improving the, the, on the that. The people can't hear it. I remember after we dropped the first episode, 
me and Adam, like, we're talking about what me and him need to improve on. Like, first episode, he was saying a bunch of ums and likes, and he was stuttering a lot. And I remember I was like, I need to speak up more because I couldn't, I couldn't even hear myself. So I was like, yeah, we need to fix that. And I don't, I don't think we've ever went over this, but, and that's the main reason that we haven't fully gone public with this is because we're still trying to, we know our potential and we're trying to get there before we go out with this. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, I guess like, you know, prematurely put ourselves out there and, um, and like, if, if we don't have a strong enough base to put ourselves yeah. out on, then we might never be able to live up to like a potential that we yeah. see in ourselves. Um, because there's so much potential like it. I, I mean, you, we obviously can't express it well enough to prove it, but between the four of us, I feel like there's so much potential and you're right. I don't want to be, we don't want to be premature with it and kind of just, you know, put it out there and it's not as good as we can make it so yeah uh-huh. like we we had already pushed it back for so long like we we're like oh next week we'll have it all done <laughs> we really did yeah. we really did but and it's still the same thing you know every week we're trying to get something new get um get an upgrade make sure we're improving from the last episode i remember it took us like two three weeks to like figure out a logo and the logo is not even on our youtube youtube channel it's on our it's on our website. It is on our website. And then I realized I was like, damn, we need a banner and profile picture. So I got that made for us. So then we started posting and every week we're just trying to improve and make it better. Yep. You know, our, our, our next step, I guess would be is just to, is to make, uh, our set here a little bit more visually appealing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we have our, our nice tables and whatnot and our broken math hat, but, uh, um, we're just going to be constantly striving to, you know, sort of express ourselves uh, through what you see every week yeah. on Monday. We're gonna we're gonna hopefully be adding more stuff to the background. We're gonna pretty much um, we have a three camera setup now. So when TJ comes back, we'll have a camera on me and him. We'll have a camera on Adam, and we'll have the central camera that you guys see now. Um, so we're gonna have to be clearing some space down here for that, and just make the place look better, make it more organized, so we're not. We're not running around the place. Everything we need is right there with us to get the show on the road and just make it a good episode. Yeah, did I? Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I guess I was um something that was sort of inspiring me recently was uh I was watching uh, an episode of Joe Rogan's. Um, he recently moved to a new state, a studio in Texas, but um he was he was he had a guest on and it was a guest that. Um, was one of the first people to really start a podcast online. His name was Adam Curry, I believe. Um, and he was the person who inspired, you know, Joe Rogan to start a podcast. And, you know, for a while, they, for like an hour, they just talked about podcasting in general and like the medium itself. And, um, you know, one of the things that stuck out was that they constantly kept mentioning how um, how the both of them try to encourage everyone they talk to to like start a podcast. That's sort of like, like a joke they have between them. But um, they both mentioned how like there's – like, even though it feels like there might be like a saturation or there might be really big podcasts that, you know, everyone wants to listen to that there's still like such a market for people's voices to be heard in this sort of way. Um, and like, like there, like you, like if you, th- like you shouldn't think that like you won't succeed just because there's a lot of it, just because you think there's um, a lot of it out there because you know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing what, uh, people will, you know, tune into. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, doubt yourself. And I feel like the reason why I see so much potential in us is because 
as far as I know, nobody's done it like us. Like, and you mean like just people coming together, getting stuff, and setting it up and doing it? Uh, you know, I mean, I mean that too. I mean, I think, I think a lot. What, of what do you mean? No one's done it like us. Like, I, I completely agree. I, I just, I'm, I'm want to make sure we're on the same page. Like, I feel like what we're doing is just different, and I haven't, I, I haven't seen anything like it before. You know, just four guys straight out of high school, completely different people. You know, best yeah. friends. Sit, yeah, sitting on a table and talking about stuff, mm. and just, I don't know. I can't think of anything like it. I mean, I definitely think that, you know, in this world, we see a lot of like talent around us. You know, we see people who are able to do these things and people who like are engaging or whatnot. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess if you could say if you could look at the four of us individually and say like, oh, they all have like they're all like nice to talk to. They all have like interesting ideas. But it's always like like the hump of coming together to actually create something through all of that, I think, is something that, um, you know, I feel like everybody has, you know, the first ability there. But. It, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort to, to get over that hump and actually do make something out of it. You know, it's pretty, uh, it was pretty inspiring to see, uh, um, the guys from our high school, like Eric Yao and Taze, um, Taze Lamb, uh, the ones who started a band and like, they put out like, like music and like, it's kind of like alternative music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I was pretty, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, good on them for, uh, for actually like coming together with their talents to, to do something. Um, but uh, I feel like, um, you know how people say that, like, after high school, you won't be talking to anybody from high school. Yeah. Like, your life's going to completely change. I feel like that's not true in the case. I feel like your group just changes. Like, you can that's still true. talk to people from high school. It's just going to be, like, different people that you barely talked to or you were friends with. And you just, that wasn't your clique back in high school. I don't know. Yeah, I think it definitely depends on the community because, I mean, for the most part, if you're going to college right out of high school around this area, you're probably going to see a lot of your high school classmates at college. And yeah. your natural inclination is probably yeah. going to be to, to, like, gravitate towards them because they're familiar. So mm-hmm. so that like that, like so I could see, like, how your friend group would change, but it would stay, like, somewhat similar. Yeah. Jack, how, like, do you still hang out with the same people? You mean, I mean you're, you're, you're rooming with yeah. one of our graduates, aren't you? I am, yeah. So something that got, we were talking about that episode last week that got cut. I kind of, because episode one, I was in, I was on the set and we recorded our first episode. It was great. But then like two days later, I moved in to UGA in Athens. Yeah. And I kind of talked about that in the cut episode. So I'll kind of rehash that. Um, yeah, I am living with Cy. He uh, graduated in our class at the same high school. And our little, our little group, there's about 12 of us all came from, you know, our school and we, we've like acquainted ourselves with people like around our hall and like, you know, people we meet randomly, but like because of Corona, we haven't really become good friends with anyone we don't, we didn't know from high school yet, which, you know, in, from a safety standpoint, I am completely okay with, but I would also like to meet, you know, some new people. But I'm also, you know, completely happy with our friend group right now. It's great. We go, we kind of have our, we, we do, we, uh, we go to the gym, we play spike ball, we do our classes, get stuff out of the way, hang out on weekends, you know, pretty, pretty relaxed, I'd say. But for the most part, yeah, to answer your question, it is same people from high school. So. Really? Yeah, because I, I feel like it's been completely different for me. Like, um, just 
it's just like I don't know. I feel like since I don't live on campus, um, it's just like I haven't met as many people as I would have. Yeah. And I'm not really mad about that, but it's just um it's just like everybody I used to talk to, I barely talk to. We're all like on our own thing now. And but like either way, it's been pretty good. Like um yeah, I have no complaints. I yeah. it's been pretty good. And you you have a unique case cuz you're not living on campus, but you're also newly appointed to a frat. So you'll meet people through that. Yeah, no. Like a, I'm I I didn't rush and I'm not in a frat. So I've got my 12 people and I'm meeting people slowly with them and around, but like you've got that's a huge boost of yeah, you're not living on campus, but you Yeah, got that and and that and that's like the main like friend group I'm with right now. Um like my pledge brothers and they're all cool as hell like we're all every day like we're all like becoming closer and closer and like it's all jokes and fun in there and i i'm actually excited because uh they're taking us on a camping trip and dude i don't know have you ever gone camping i've never gone oh my god it's oh my god you never obviously me and jack have been camping our entire lives Uh, yeah a little bit eagle scout boy what's up what's going (laughs) on i don't know i don't know about all that dude you're gonna love it dude i I, I swear to god you're gonna love it it's gonna be in october Oh, dude, you're going to wake up that morning after you like sleep in the freezing cold and you're going to feel amazing. Right, Jack, yeah. that that feeling of waking up in a tent, nothing like it. I don't I don't think you guys There is absolutely nothing like it. I don't think you guys know <laughs> how much I hate the cold. <laughs> I know you hate the cold. I know you hate the cold. Like I'm freezing right now, hence why I'm like this and like why I'm like this. <laughs> but I hate the cold. Like last night I was talking to someone on the phone and I was in bed like just shorts and a regular t-shirt. I was like I'm freezing. I need my heater out. And I think like my heater's been out of um out of service. Like I haven't been using it for like uh-huh. four months. So keep in mind I've been I was using my heater in the summer. Dang, dude. What is it? Are you okay? <laughs> dude, it's just I don't know. I'm warm blooded. I remember you would get so angry in the wintertime. Like if we walked outside during class, you would just like you would like you would always be so like <laughs> irritated. Yeah. I remember I remember if we walked outside or even if he walked inside, like came into class and he just came from outside, he would just be swearing and be like, I freaking hate the cold and all this. He would just, he would be so f- infuriated. It was so funny to see. Because, I, it made my day. Because I get I get so cold that like it becomes uncomfortable for me to dress because I'm going to have to be dressed like in order for me to be comfortable. I can't just leave the house with a hoodie, uh-huh. but I always leave the house with a hoodie. So when it gets cold, it gets cold. <laughs> oh, poor guy, dude. I Well, Adam, you you finished Eagle, right? No, I don't think he did. I did not because um my scoutmaster wanted me to do it back in March, like once we all Oh, um, that's right. Down. So that's I decided right. not yeah. to do it. Don't know if I'll regret yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh but I I don't I, I don't regret I, it yet. No, I think you'll be fine. I was just wondering how far you got. But anyway, yeah, was a life me scout. and Adam can give you some similar advice. And the fact is, if you're going camping in October, this is what you're going to do. You're going to have your sleeping bag, right? I don't know what your tent setup will be. But since it's in October and you will obviously be outside, in your sleeping bag, no matter what kind of temperature sleeping bag it is, have a hoodie and sweatpants and socks on and you'll mm-hmm. be fine. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It'll feel amazing. And, I mean, I guess be careful where you lay your head because in October, like, the bottom of the tent and the size of the tent are going to collect a lot of, like, this frigid cold dew. Like it's just gonna be wet for no reason, and like if like one drop hits you in the face, mm-hmm. it's just gonna like it's it's gonna make you feel so crappy. I don't I don't know how our tent setup's gonna be, but if we're all bringing our own tent, like I remember like me and my parents like have gone like camping, not not like in the middle of the woods, 
But like comfortable camping. Yeah. Like sleep in a tent one night yeah. and then head home. Like <laughs> uh-huh. just, get, just get the experience and get the get it on. You know, you feel yeah. me? But like I remember they always used to like throw down like four or five blankets on the floor just to make it feel like homey, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I, I'm going to probably keep that tradition and keep <laughs> myself warm and dry. Your whole backpack is going to be filled with blankets. And like, yeah. Parsa, did you yeah, bring par- any food? Parsa, Parsa about to go to REI, get that shopping spree. Dog, I'm, I'm going every camping equipment known to man. Mm, I don't know, dude. It's gonna be rough. I'm gonna hate my life. Like you guys think <laughs> I hate it now. I'm gonna like. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's something amazing about you know hating your life and feeling miserable at like on something like camping. I don't know, but I feel like it's gonna be a fun experience with all the pledge brothers and um, of course, the other dude. brothers. Yeah, like there's nothing better than going camping with the boys. Yeah, I like wouldn't know about that, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not going to be a bad experience. Uh-huh. I'm actually I'm actually excited to see how it all goes because all this stuff is new to me. I don't know if we've already talked about this, but like Rockstar Lifestyle, City Boy. I used to just on the weekends just watch TV. Uh huh. So <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's interesting because we're all at three different degrees of I guess what we've been talking about. Where Jack he lives on a campus. Uh, he doesn't talk to many people, but at least he, he lives with all these people. Parsa doesn't live on campus, but he's um, he's pledged to frat. Um, and I, I I don't live on campus, and uh, I haven't I haven't seen a single person from any of my classes. Dude, that sucks more, bro. Oh my god. I'm in group meetings with them, and like they talk and they just ask questions about the homework, but I don't know what they look like. And I mean, I know their names, but none of them look familiar. So I don't think anyone from our school is in them. So. It's interesting. I just sort of, uh, I mean, I do hang out with my friends every week. Like on Thursdays, I always go to water basketball. Uh, on Fridays, I'm here right now. Uh, but it, it's 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 interesting. I just uh, I haven't. I feel like the I can't wait until the online experience is over. Mm-hmm. I feel like the online experience has probably screwed me over the most. Like it's just. Parsa, do you? Yeah. Do you or Adam use ELC as your online thing, or is it like Canvas or something? Mine's no. called iCollege. Uh, we use D2L. Oh, so we're all on different things. Okay. I thought I thought UJ used D2L. We use a thing called ELC. It it might be the same as D2L. I'm not sure. Cause I I I've seen it on some people's Snapchats that like it looks the same, but I'm not sure. I might just be okay. tripping. Oh, it is D2L. It yeah, is D2L Brightspace. Yeah. yeah, there we go. There. Yeah. And use responders, lockdown mm-hmm. browser, hate yep. that thing. Yep. I still haven't had to download a lockdown browser yet. Um, for all like my like I've had quizzes and like fairly big tests, but and I haven't had to use a lockdown browser for them, so I've gotten pretty good pretty good grades. But my first exam in my critical thinking class, I do have to download a lockdown browser, and I have to have like my webcam on and stuff, and I don't really like that because that means I actually have to learn. I know, dude. That, <laughs> I was I was thinking about that today. I was like. No, you got to learn. So like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm starting next week. I'm going to make school my first priority just because it's, it's usually always my first priority, but when you're not in the setting of, Oh, I got to go to class. Mm -hmm. Oh, she said it was due that day. It's it's not the same. And no matter like how, however, like the teachers try to make it the same experience, it just won't be because yeah. A lot of yeah. people just don't learn like that. You know, a lot of people are like, they need a sort of regimen. They're not the self-motivated. I'm going to read this chapter type of people. Yeah. And I know like, I know that's not me. I know a lot of people that aren't, that's not them. Mm-hmm. 
I know a few people that that's them. They they love to read a chapter by themselves. You know, they could probably do online for the last twelve years if they could have. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's it, it it reminds me of like like yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm actually in college right now. Where when I was a kid, in between school years, my mom would always have us and like my siblings do Khan Academy to like. Like, Cat, like keep up with our like mass so we didn't forget stuff because she was always afraid that we'd go back to school and be absolute dumbasses. But um, and it just feels like that because like I'm just getting I'm just doing homework on a computer and I don't know what any of my teachers look like. They might as well be like random Khan Academy instructors. And like it just feels like I'm it's summer break and I'm just like studying for my next like year of high school. Even like it doesn't even feel like I've graduated. Yeah, that's that's very true. I. I, I'm the same way. Like I just, I have work. I, none of my classes meet in person or do zoom calls. My French class is like optional. Like I can sign up to go, but besides that, that's really it. Mm -hmm. So I've seen him, what he looks like, but all my other teachers, I have no, or professors I'll say have no, I don't, I have no idea what they look like. Might as well be ghosts. My, my history teacher just uploaded a lecture and I was like, Oh, okay. I can put a name to a face (laughs) now, but it's, it's just weird. It's like, I don't even know my teacher's names. Like, forget their faces. I don't know their names. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to call them. Like, I have to go back to the syllabus and look at what their name is. <laughs> like, it's just, it's weird. But what do you guys think about, like, how the year is going to end? We're almost, ha- we're halfway through September now. Yeah, it's crazy that we're in winter. It was a few days ago. I, th- I don't know if Jack experienced down in Athens, but. It's not winter. It's mm-hmm. fall. Oh, sorry, I'm fall. Down. But uh, I don't know. Random Jack chills and rain. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, when it was. It, it flipped. It was like. Like, overnight. Like literally I, overnight, I yep. went to go pick up food for the family, and I was walking in the public shopping center down on Delk, and like it was it like it, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. It was like seventy maybe degrees or so, and it it just felt so weird because I haven't because like it hasn't been cold like that. I I mean in like seven months, you know, since like February or January. Yeah, like, I feel uh, like summer's been for a long time. Yeah, especially yeah, because I mean I guess it was cold when we all went into lockdown. It was still a little cold here, mm. like in uh, mid March, but then like it felt like summer just because. Like the like the temperature of summer and sort of the mindset of summer sort of mixed together there, but yeah, I I definitely think you know with you know falling temperatures and like you know this you know crazy you know shitty year coming to an end, somewhat you know it, three months from now, you know I think people, um, you know I've always sort of noticed this in the world when winter comes that everyone sort of sort of calms down and slows down, and I mean maybe calms not the word because I think it's you know just sort of a mass wave of like seasonal affective disorder, you know, everyone gets more sad in the winter, but I think, I think that sadness or, you know, that seasonal affective disorder is, might be good for us right now, you know, to sort of balance out, um, a lot of the, uh, excitement and anger that's been going on for the past few months. Um, and so I guess my question to you guys is that, you know, on January 1st, 2021, you know, what do you think this country is going to look like? And, you know, like, what do you, what do you think are things that might happen that you know might not be clearly seen, but you but like you predict might come out from the woodworks. What do you think might what what do you think those would look like in twenty twenty one? Jack, I'll let you start. Um, I I've been thinking about this a lot actually because you know there's all those memes of like oh New Year's of this year it's like going to stay twenty twenty because it's so bad whatever. So I've actually been thinking about it a lot and I feel like I don't know if you guys know but the eighties was kind of kind of like a like a super happy period because the 60s and 70s were absolutely depressing and Vietnam and all this stuff. So mm. the 80s everyone just said screw it, you know, let's play arcade games and be happy type thing. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it's going to be a similar thing here because if you think about it, 
I would say like 2016 to 2020, like the last half of the the tens decade, kind of sucked. It was it was just it was just like not depressing, but kind of just like a really weird time where not a lot of good stuff happened. So yeah, I feel like people were gonna be sick of that, especially with 2020 being what it was. So for the rest of the year, my prediction is not much is gonna change. I feel like people are still gonna be in this weird state of half quarantining, half not, half not really knowing what to do, whatever. And that'll last. And hopefully, you know, I've been hearing rumors about a cure for it, which will hopefully spike some some positive mindsets in people and the virus will go down and all that stuff. So for the rest of the year, I feel like it's going to remain the same for the most part. If not, maybe get a little better, especially around Christmas time with some spirits. But mm-hmm. answer your question, January of 2021, I feel like it's going to be – it's going to be the eighties again. People are going to be like, screw it. I'm sick of all this crap. Let's just have a good time. And everyone quit being mean and everything. Just be yeah. happy overall. That's that, that, that's a nice prediction. I, I, I like just hearing that. Pretty optimistic. If I say so, it's a heavily <laughs> optimistic. That's what I was about to say, but I feel like, and this, this might be something I, you know, jinxing it or whatever, but it kind of can't get any worse. Maybe. I, I can't imagine how it could, you know, depending on this how election thing rolls out. Let's just see we'll what see. China does for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But I feel like um, September, month, m- this month goes by fast, man. It does. Mm-hmm. It really this month goes by. Goes by. I, f- I, I never noticed it, but this month goes by fast. But um, I feel like, what was I going to say? There was something about. Okay, October, Halloween. <laughs> what was that? I, I, I don't know what Halloween is going to be <laughs> like. I really I really hope like we figure something out. Because um, uh, Halloween's that, that, that Halloween. night, dude. That Halloween's night. a great night. It is a great night. Okay, but um, Halloween's going to be there. November, I'm excited. Thanksgiving, Cure, um, hopefully. Election. Election. Yikes. Um. I don't know. Do you guys think like we've had the cure the whole time and we've just been holding it? Okay. Yeah, we we can uh we can sort of so talk about that. Win. You know, it's 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 interesting because it's just you know, I hear this, I mean it, like I still haven't decided like well, I mean okay, let me just formulate real quick because when we sort of talk about like whether or not like like the Democrats or 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 the president are holding onto the cure so they can use it at the right moment to sort of win this thing for them when we look at who we're talking about when we say you know democrats we're talking about like the speaker of the house and you know i mean you know joe biden and and uh harris to a second and and, like just that whole thing and then when we talk about like republicans like we we think about like donald trump and his like entourage of um uh you know mitch mcconnell and um his cabinet and stuff like that and when we think about it's like like these people you know, in the like, they're constantly, you know, bashing each other back and forth. Like, you know, like, you know, you're doing this wrong. You know, you're doing this wrong. No, you're doing this one. You know, you're an abomination. No, you are. And it's like, like, <laughs> while they're like fighting and stuff like that, they're getting us all riled up to like, you know, like to pick a side so that when they fight against each other, you know, on the Senate floor, we here on the streets, we start fighting like they, like they do. We start saying, you know, you're an abomination. No, you are. You're wrong. You're wrong. And it's like, they do that so that while we're so angry, you know, yelling at each other and being, and, you know, being mad and, you know, while we're distracted, they can, you know, turn around, you know, stop their fighting and then like, and then do things that 
are to the detriment of everyone in this country. I like when we think of like if any side might be holding on to a COVID vaccine, then the side isn't, you know, like the left or the right. The side is just the up to the down. Like if if yeah. if they have and they're holding on to it, it's not any one party or any one side. It's just all the, you know, oligarchs that that rule over us. The people that have all the power and the people that, you know, don't care about their own squabbles. They only do it to like to, you know, perform to the American people so that when their backs turn, they can, you know, drop bombs on third world countries, raise their raise their, you know, budgets and, you know, increase their own uh, payrolls. It's the whole point of it all. That's all crazy, man. I'll never understand that type of stuff. You know, it's just like it's real scummy. It's it's extremely scummy. It's horrible. And I don't know. But overall, I this is completely off topic, but when Jack said like after 2016 to 2020 was awful, completely disagree. I feel like the only reason it seems like that is because we're old enough to remember and make our own judgment of it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like I can't remember my life before 2016 really because I was fresh. That was that was high school, and that's like that's, high school is always the biggest. Yeah, is the most ch- like changing years of a, of a, of our guys' yeah. lives, and so like pretty much all of my all I know is 2015 through 2016 through 2020. So I feel like that's that's a good that's actually a great point. Like yeah. I, I feel like the only reason you say it was so awful was because like we we like that was pretty much when we all like like grew old enough to like be able to make our own calls, be able to judge things from yeah. our point of view. Like before 2016, we were all kids and yeah. everyone like misses eighth their grade. childhood. The hell we're going to do in eighth grade. We were all, dude, <laughs> eighth grade was <laughs> <Yeah>. awful. <laughs> I will say that 2014 through 2016 was probably the worst years really? for me. Yeah. Seven and eighth grade, man. Uh, that was really bad. I don't know, man. Every every year is kind of okay. Like I don't, I don't, I don't ever think about it. Like I, I feel like I should start writing this down. Like, was, like year ratings. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, it's hard because it's like I feel like, like I can't look at the years of my life and say anyone was better than the other. They're like each one had good and bad moments, and they saw and like they don't stand out individually. They just all all blend together into life. I feel like we need life. to make a system where we rate every day of each month, oh. and then average it out. Interesting. And then whether or not, like, by the end of the month, at the end of the month, like, was this a good month? Yes or no? Yes. You have six yeses. Yeah, because it's hard to look back at that at the end, but if you just write it down constantly. If you just keep up with it. That's that college algebra brain talking right there. Honestly, algebra has been probably the easiest class. Because it's all, it's. It's just some simple math. Like, we learned the same thing over and over and over in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much the same thing. Oh, I have a I have a lit paper due Sunday night that I haven't started. I have two chapters due on Sunday. Um, two quizzes due today. Um, let's end the podcast and let's go do some <laughs> schoolwork, boys. Yeah. Um, Jack, is there anything you want to say before we leave? No, this was I I I I would like to point out. Uh, we were talking about that cut episode last week. It ended with Parsa going. And I was kind of mid. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So but no, that's it. we can tell I'm Parsa is, is a little more happy about this one. So yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Jack, for calling in from college. I hope you, uh, you do well over there. Weekly. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. This has been the Floor 26 podcast. Have a great day. See you next week.